Hey folks, it's Seb here. Thanks so much for tuning in. Before we get started, I would just like to acknowledge that this podcast is created, recorded, and distributed on the land of the Kulin Nations, and I pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Thanks, y'all. Hope you enjoy the show. Hello everyone, welcome to Let's Talk, a podcast dedicated to providing educational content on a range of different social issues. Each week I'll be joined by a special guest to discuss that week's issue, as well as provide handy tips for living on res. This week we're discussing what it's like being an international student and adjusting to living and studying abroad. I'm Sebastian, one of the academic RAs at Giacomos, and today I'm joined by Yi Su to talk about this issue. Please feel free to introduce yourself. Hi everyone, um, very, um, thank you very much for having me today. Um, my name is Isu and I'm an RA at Chernaho. So um, I am a very career-oriented individual. Um, um, for the past three years, I have been in Australia. I have been in, I have been worked in um, four internships and over 15 um, volunteering roles. So hopefully um, I can improve my employability in all area. Um, I'm also passionate about improving international students' experience within Australia. Um, so I also did a lot of volunteering to support international students. And now I'm working on a project called International Career, where I interview international graduates about their experience and how they landed their jobs. So um, yeah, hopefully um, that will be helpful to many international students. Thank you. Wow, definitely. Yeah. Um, if it's all right with you, I might, um, I can like post the link to that. Um, and then so people can check that out um, yeah, in the definitely. podcast description and stuff. But yeah, that's so cool. Um, can I ask, have you been uh, living at Turner Hall uh, all of the three years or just recently or have you, yeah. Yeah, that's a very good question for me. Um, I lived the first year of campus and then I moved into Farrah. I have been there for two years and then this year I moved to um, Turner Hall. Oh, okay. Um, wow, so have you um, noticed a difference um, because have you been attending university the the whole time as well? Um, I actually come from Monash College Pathway, oh, so okay. I um, I'm not sure if you heard about diploma per and yeah. Have a, yeah, so I did um, my first year um, at Monash College, and then I came to Monash Uni. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, have you noticed the difference um, as an international student? uh by attending either monash college or university um and how that's changed whether or not that's been changed by living on res or not living on res um i would say the experience of living on res is um is very different um i actually lived my um lived off campus during uh, Monash College and my kind of my first semester of Monash Uni, I was um, off campus. Um, the experience was very, very different. I would say um, kind of living on rest is a highlight of my um, 
my experience of an international students because yeah. when I was uh, living off campus, um, I actually lived with all my Chinese friends. Um, yeah, um, then, um, and then what I recognized, I really, really need to improve my English because at that time um, I live on off campus. I hang out with all my Chinese friends. And I mean, that's really good. And I mm. really enjoy staying with them. But the thing is, I didn't improve at that time especially my English. And I remember I went to um, applying for some volunteering role and the, the interviewer just said to me, um, we really, really want to have you, but um, I don't think your English can handle this volunteer role. Um, that's wow. a really, really big shock for me because um, I would think um, this is, it was a volunteering, how I couldn't get it. Um, I don't need to, you to pay me. I just wanted to um, volunteer there. Why yeah. I can't even get the... Uh, the job, um, but they said, um, I really, really want to have you. We really need someone like you because um, I think that was a, a place that um, not many young people volunteer there. So they really mm. want to attract more um, young people and especially uh, from like um, to visit them. Um, but the thing is, um, they like this really said, I really, really want some young people like you, but we really cannot have you. Um, that's kind of, um, that's kind of, kind of makes me recognize like how bad my English was. Um, so I think I mm. must, I must to do something. Um, I think, uh, maybe, I, I'm not that kind of person I can sit um, the whole day and trying to, no, I mean, I can do that. But for me, in terms of English learning experience, I think um, I, I sit the whole day, but like I can only remember a few vocabularies and my speaking mm. couldn't improve as fast as I, I speak to other people. Um, so I think maybe I need to surround it by myself with more diverse group or where I can use my English um, in a daily basis um, mm. rather than only um, the few hours in class. So um, I applied to live on rest. And at that time, um, I had a friend of mine who lived in rest, uh, actually lived in Farrah Hall. Um, he, yeah. She showed me around. I was like, wow, this is so good. Like you have everything and you have kitchen, you have um, the uh, game room and the piano room. I was like, wow, this is so good. So I apply to um, live on campus. Um, yeah. yeah, the experience of living on campus um, definitely helped me a lot, uh, especially for um, the orient orientation and uh, for now the RA role. I think this um, role definitely helped me more um, to, um, I would say, improve my experience as an international student and also help me develop my, myself in many ways and I have met a lot of people from different culture different um, uh, they have different experience um, I really always I always interest in people's story so it's a it's a really good experience for me because um, I could I really could have the chance to meet many many people when I was in Pharaoh um, yeah. yeah so yeah for sure that's so um fascinating and 
uh, like that's a really shocking and kind of rough thing to hear from that um, from the volunteering job. Um, but that took a lot. Must have took, taken a lot of courage to just kind of immerse yourself in a completely new um, environment. Although I guess you've already you already did that moving here as well. Um, but yeah, um, was there a, oh, I don't want to start any like RVUC like drama, but was there any like difference <laughs> between like Farrah and Turner or was it both very like diverse, accommodating kind of experiences? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also don't want to, um, start some <laughs> yeah. drama around that. Um, but I would still say it's very different. Um, oh, yeah. I think one, one thing is because of the coronavirus, we don't have much opportunity to mm. have events, um, in Turna. So the time I stay in Turna, we, we didn't have the chance to run, uh, much, much, um, offline events. Uh, even though we had some, in the at the beginning of the semester and i would say just have a look at the calendar um definitely in pharaoh is much uh full uh, there are much more um events if yeah. i just look at the calendar and yeah i would say um in ra rv um and pharaoh are both very diverse yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. I think I think one biggest difference I found um, Farah and Turner is that in um, in Farah I always went to the kitchen and there were my some people uh, sit there and just had a chat. Mm. Um, but where is there is less chance I can see the people in the. Uh, common kitchen because people have kitchen in their own room yeah and also because of the coronavirus yeah <laughs> yeah um but i guess yeah so that was really it's great that that was um the environment that you're looking for to um you know really challenge and develop uh your english skills um yeah um was going back to like um Yes, just over three years ago. Um, what was it like moving to another country to study? Um, yeah, um, so for me, moving to another country. So I came to Australia after high school. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, um, so like it's a, it's a sudden decision, but it's not that sudden because, um, because for me, I, I wanted to study abroad since um, primary school. Okay. So, um, and but um, I actually um, have the test. So after primary school, we can decided to go to an international school. So international school is um, you will you would definitely study abroad. So they prepare you for the test of, um, of uh, maybe Australian tests or maybe American tests. So, and, and there's another kind of traditional school. So they prepare you for the uh, Chinese college entrance exam. I actually, after primary school, I tried to, uh, I see the test for the international school. I, I got in, but when I look at the tuition fee is, um, 
much much expensive not uh, something my family can afford um so yeah. i went to the uh, traditional high school in china but what happened but that means i can i i probably won't have the chance to um study abroad because i already in the was in the traditional school um yeah. but what happened is after after the college entrance exam i um yeah and then i kind of i don't know how but my family just see there oh there maybe is a chance to study abroad and now like they think i was like at the time i'm i was already 18 and maybe i can like do everything myself and they kind of they kind of just uh see the opportunity and so it's it's actually a very short and sudden decision because because um yeah it's just uh what happened ha- happened um within a few months after i finished the college entrance exam and so i came to australia but because because the decision was was quite sudden and only within a few months um i didn't have much preparation beforehand because oh. um because and I, I, I didn't think this is a chance um and i didn't think they will allow me to do it because um because none of my family they even travel overseas so yeah. it was a very big decision for them um yeah, but they just kind of decide, like, kind of great with me because I think it might because I, um, I kind of just uh, um, tell them the good thing about studying abroad for six <laughs> years, and they kind of have the um, mm. have it um, process in subconscious. Yeah, um, slowly convince so, them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it it takes efforts. Um, and so because of that, I didn't have much preparation. Um, even though we had English um, classes uh, through primary school, but it's very different. I didn't have the chance to to speak to um, speak English at all. Like I didn't even have the chance to speak English, even um, in class and uh, those. Tessa, looking back is actually very easy and uh, just is very easy and they have a strict um kind of strict um how to say the transcript something like yeah. if uh so they will say um the question will be um uh how are you and the answer will definitely be i'm fine thank you and you um, yeah so like it's a script very, yeah yeah it's very scripted and and I didn't even know like you can have different answer for that question. Wow, yeah. Um, and also you can see like my English wasn't good at all. Um, yeah, my English wasn't good at all <laughs> at mm. that time. Um, so um, so after arriving in Australia, um, I was quite naive to be honest at mm-hmm. the time. <laughs> uh, uh, so you can see that it was a lot of struggle. Um, I I kind of I kind of knows nothing nothing real life about Australia um, before I came, and so everything was a struggle at the time. Um, even mm-hmm. though I I remember I need to go to the city. Um, 
I need to go to the city. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the name. I don't know how to use Google Map. Uh, mm. I don't know. I don't even know how to use public transport. And so it was a really struggle. And I remember I need to, I don't know where I wanted to go when I first arrived. Um, I can't just know the name. Mm. Yeah, and, and, but I don't know how to pronounce it. So what I did is I just put, um, like search on the Google map and show this to the, uh, to a stranger in the, in the station and, and just show it, show my phone to, to them and see, see here, here, yeah. <laughs> only one word, but that's a good thing. Um, only one word and I, <laughs> mm, but I you could still it, communicate. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, if um, it was, yeah. Yeah. And I think because yeah, that's, that's just kind of a very fun experience, um, but it was very awkward at yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely get, because um, I learned, um, well, I've been learning Chinese, uh, like Mandarin since like primary school. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah, well, I'm not very good at it. Um, <laughs> And I've kind of been learning it on and off, but I've also learned, I learned French in high school and a bit in uni as well. But like both of them, like learning it in a classroom is so, and because I've been to both China and France, is like learning it in a classroom is so different from learning it, um, just like being, like being there and just being surrounded by it. And even like, I haven't lived in either of those um, like countries, just like visited but it was still, I could notice, like, like I remember trying to like order something in French at like a restaurant and it just not clicking. And I was just like, oh, and then I had to just like order it in English um, at the end. Um, but it, wow. it's so like, um, I definitely get that with like the, the scripts and like how, like if they say this, then this is what you say kind of a thing. Um, but, and, but then you have to like think more on your feet when it's, um yeah in real life you kind of just need to the time to process yeah like, even the people talk to you and yeah and uh, then you need to process what they were talking maybe for me when i first arrived um especially um kind of the first few months like um other pe- when the other person talked to me i need to process for uh, maybe one minute and then mm. i can know oh, what he says and then but the the thing is there is an awkward silence (laughs) yeah Mm. yeah how was your experience um in china um pretty good um because my um my mom's side of the family is like chinese um and like from um like the the hometowns like guangzhou city um yeah so like i've been there like a few times um so it was kind of um it's like like I love it and it's really like I have such like distinct memories of like um my grandparents house over there and um just like even just like walking through the streets and like always having like like always having um like um like xi fan and like baozi in the morning and just uh. like like even just just like the daily things like I I really um to love it and like miss miss it but I think that it would be it would be hard for me to live there because like um I'm not learning Mandarin anymore but it's 
I like I find it's so which is why I'm so like um I have so much respect for like people who are like bilingual and can like speak more than one language because um it's so tough like um learning a language um and even like moving somewhere and just like um being able to like um not accommodate like assimilate and like become part of like um the daily life there and so um yeah so yeah i i i, I love it um but and i want to like i do have like a goal to like live there at some point in my life and actually like properly learn mandarin and like um do that but you know at the moment we like study and everything so um but it, it's like some at some point in my life you know yeah definitely yeah. um yeah i'm not sure um how it will feel like um because i feel like uh, especially in guangzhou and many of the restaurants or even the uh, important signs they have in english do you find that um mm. easier for you to navigate i think so um yeah um like i can't really remember because the last time i went there was a couple of years ago um but it was just um because my mom and i had gone to paris and london um but then we were just stopping back just for a couple of days and we mostly like slept so i can't remember um but i think yeah because it, it is um they do have a lot of things uh yeah like in english and stuff so um yeah i think if i was to like properly do it i'd tr i'd try to go somewhere that's maybe doesn't have as much english or maybe i don't know um or maybe even do something like you did and um like live in like a residential community or like some 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 way to like really force myself to um you know go through that um but yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's very interesting uh do mm. you go back to china like often um not really um like i did um when i was a kid more but then there was like a period of like seven years where my mom and i just like didn't travel um just because like um saving money and stuff and like um i was going to like bc and stuff but then and then i went a few years ago um so like not really um pretty much all of the like all my relatives are like have moved to australia as well so they're all here oh. um, except my grandparents go back usually like every winter um but um so yeah um what about you do you go back often or yeah um yeah i think um i go back quite often like once mm. a year that yeah. they're called often <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah um yeah. yeah i definitely miss home a lot yeah mm. yeah yeah you... i think just to miss oh, yeah. the food yeah miss yeah, the food a lot sure. are there any like places near because i i don't know about you but for me some um like australian chinese restaurants are quite westernized and have 
um, on, I guess, quote unquote, authentic. Um, do you find that here? Like, do you, do you feel like there's any like restaurants of like food here that is um, like, like of like the same quality as like back in China or? Um, I wouldn't say they are the same. <laughs> I think they are, um, I would say many Chinese restaurants I went, they are uh, kind of trying to customize, um, um, like a bit westernized, um, mm. trying to, um, so for me, the Chinese food in the Chinese restaurant is definitely not the same as what I had at home. Mm. Um, yeah, so I normally spend uh, my time in Guangzhou or Guangdong and Hunan. Um, so, um, so in Hunan, they eat very very spicy food um mm. whereas i feel like everything in australia is not that spicy to be yeah. honest like especially the food and yeah just the food is not that spicy at all mm. um there are some definitely good restaurants re good chinese restaurants but they're very expensive yeah for me <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's very true. Yeah, I mean, they might be uh, more more Chinese, or I don't know, but I think some of them are very, very expensive. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, you, you mentioned that you do like miss it a lot. Do you deal with homesickness? Um, and do you have any tips for managing that if you do? Uh, yeah, I would say definitely a lot. Um, so I, I like... Uh, Especially when I'm unhappy or mm. something happened and I was just really miss home and, uh, and kind of, um, yeah, kind of just really want to go back home because, um, and also especially during some special uh, festival or uh, birthday or, yeah, yeah uh, and like you can see everybody else, they have family celebrate for them and mm. uh, they, uh, they are having a very happy life, seems. Um, <laughs> uh, you are just alone in this country. Mm. Um, so like I would say it's, it's kind of... Um, it happens a lot. Um, for me, I just wanted to uh, keep myself busy and uh, yeah, stay connected with them if you mm. miss them. Um, if I miss them, not you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I miss them, uh, I will just uh, have a video call with them yeah. or with my friends. And yeah, yeah, and then time flies. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and I, I would say also, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I would also um, go to the counseling is very helpful for me. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think yeah, I think Monash counseling is very helpful. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, and are yeah, they? Uh, yeah. It sounds like they're like receptive to like particularly like homesickness and people who are living away from home as well and dealing with that. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think um, also make a lot of friends in Australia also can help a lot. Um, mm. You kind of not feel that alone 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, especially yeah. on res when there's like you have like three hundred neighbors, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's also quite important. Um, I think for international students, um, very important to make friends in res um, or just to have somebody you can talk to. Um, otherwise, it's uh, it's very it's very lonely. Um, yeah, because because um, I think if you don't make friends and you will just stay alone in the room, um, you kind of just hear the uh, laugh outside. That's mm. kind of really makes you um, more homesick. So yeah. very important to make friends in rest, I think. Definitely. Um, what was your perception of Australia before moving here? Um, and is that different to what it's actually like? living here um i would say um so so um, before i came here um uh, yeah i would say that australia is more diverse than what i thought and so mm. and also before i came here and i i I I heard a lot that Australians are very uh, laid off and laid back or laid mm. off. Which words is that? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, laid back. Yeah, and very like casual. Yeah, oh, laid back. Yeah. Not, oh no no no! I'm so sorry. <laughs> laid oh, no, that's back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> not laid off. I mean, oh, my at the god. moment, I'm so at the moment, kind of, but like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, no, I I completely understand. Yeah, laid back. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so sorry. I'm, I oh, I don't mean. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I heard like um, oh, many Australians are very laid back. Um, yeah. And I would say that some of true, but not all true. I think there are still a lot of um Australians are working very hard, especially um when I kind of start to um, looking for my job or I kind of intern with some companies. Um, yeah. Um, they, uh, yeah, they, um, they actually work very hard. Um, not like just resting there for <laughs> the whole day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's definitely something. Yeah. Um, so I guess um, in, in your view, is there a gap between international and domestic students, um, at least in Australia? Or yeah, I would definitely say yes. Yeah, mm. yeah, I would definitely say yes. Um, <laughs> in terms of like what? In terms of um, I would say in terms of social and um. Yeah, mm. and I think um, kind of sometimes appealing. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say the um, gap is many for social ones. Yeah. Um, like I, I, I do have some friends that um, got got along with um, everyone. Uh, just from my observation, I would say that. Um, uh, kind of just um, 
two groups sometimes um, not really integrated together sometimes. Mm. Um, yeah, but it really depends on what situation. But it's just uh, um, from my observation of most of the time, I would say, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've definitely, I mean, obviously I'm a domestic student, so my perception will be a bit different, but I, I do sometimes notice that um yeah the the we're not as yeah like not as integrated and sometimes quite separate um yeah it's a shame i think yeah um i would definitely think um, there's sometimes it's a gap but i also think um like you cannot push people to do it um mm. so maybe um yeah there's definitely benefit to um for the two group to like um learn a bit more or kind of uh from each other um mm, yeah definitely. Um, yeah but i kind of and now like now i kind of feel like um I, now I kind of feel like, he, like we don't need to, like, um, push the two groups to like really need to always be together and be integrated. Mm. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like um, not because not everyone and click and have the vibe together. Um, sometimes sometimes you just sometimes you just um you just cannot get what others yeah. are talking um mm. yeah and it's that but there's definitely um good um that we can learn more about each other um and learn more about different culture but mm. like yeah yeah it's a very hard topic yeah um well yeah and kind of as you said at the at the beginning like um like moving on to res there's such a diverse um so many like different kinds of people from all different like lived experiences um which is kind of why i started this podcast because i wanted to really um like shine a light on uh you know different experiences that people have that maybe aren't being uplifted you know as much as they need to be um and so i think um naturally we're all like surrounded by like so many different people from all different places all different backgrounds all different identities and experiences and so um it's so and there's like so much we can learn from that and so much we can like share and grow um together um but definitely as you said it's like you can't really like force that um and there are like i believe that there are things we can do to like um try and accommodate for that like sharing and growing and learning but obviously you can't like you can't force friendships in any scenario you know um and uh yeah and so i definitely feel that um yeah 
Um, do you yeah. think that there's more things that we can do to like foster, to like maybe shorten this gap and like build bridges um, and build more friendships between the two groups without like pressuring or like trying to force it or just like keeping ourselves open and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, I think, but I don't think um, if we look at the, if we just imagine this is a two groups or two uh, circle within a white paper, I, I won't say uh, it's completely separate. I would say there is some, still some part of interaction mm. or, um, yeah, um, but there's, but you can also see there are kind of people are more extreme or some people are very integrated in the middle. Um, so um, I, I, but I definitely agree with you. There are lots of we can learn. Um, yeah, mm. in terms of um, how we can um, foster the friendship uh, or how, what we can do, um, I would say that um, maybe just to have more opportunity that um, they or we to, we can um, spend more time together. Mm. Um, yeah, um, so uh, it's very hard to do it now, but um, if mm. normally offline, so what I found when I was in Ferro was that uh, in my first year in Ferro, it was a very, very, um, I would say it's very, very good time. Um, it was kind of the best time in Ferro. Yeah. No, 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 I don't mean that. But it was, uh, but you had, it was, yeah, you had very, good times, yeah. It was, uh, um, it was a very, very good uh, year, I would say, um, because, uh, because um, we had a lot of time um, just spending the time in the kitchen. Um, sometimes I may not be friends, like be a very close friends with them, but I kind of feel like I connected with them a bit more um mm. yeah um so i feel like we just need to um if we can have some events or some yeah some events that um we can provide the chance uh for to for like to spend more time together and also getting to know a bit about other culture and kind of kind of have a kind of just to let people curious about other culture and curious about what um yeah the interesting and the funny thing about uh, for example i'm very if, if i'm very curious about what it looked like for you as a domestic students uh what's your life uh what's your uh, how you how did you grow up and um what education did you had uh, because i'm mm. not from australia i don't know um I, if i have this kind of curiosity or if i have this kind of question in mind i'm more likely to like to um ask you questions and or to mm. um so this is uh, through the through the time of asking questions or um, 
if I want to ask you these questions, I need to send a message to you and maybe we can have a conversation. And then maybe after that, I might have more conversation or you kind of also interest in more learning a bit more about um, me or other international students, their life um, kind of. So I think this is a bridge of curiosity. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I feel like, yeah, um, like even just on my social media, I'll like, I follow like a bunch of so many like different people from like different um, like backgrounds, different from different countries, um, even like especially like YouTubers and stuff, because I had helped like a whole YouTubers phase and stuff. Um, and so, but even just from engaging with their posts and like their videos where they talk about their like lives um i like i might not know anyone from like belgium or something wait is belgium a place yes okay my geography is terrible um (laughs) yeah um yeah um but there might be like a belgian like youtuber who is like um and i can still like learn a bit about that so like if i do like meet someone from you know who has that culture or that background um i'm just a little bit more informed but also it's okay not to know and as you said to like ask questions um as long as you like aren't too like invasive or like you know you're just remain open-minded and i feel like asking questions and stuff that's really good um yeah yeah definitely i definitely feel oh yes yeah, I would um, definitely think um, having open-minded is very important. Mm. Um, and you kind of, we kind of learn something about other country or other culture, or we kind of heard something and, and that's a very bad place or that's a very good place. And, but the thing is, um, I think sometimes we, I think I, it's very important for us to, um, not not kind of shows that or let other person feels you knows everything about their country their mm. culture and like that's that won't keep the conversation going i feel like mm, definitely one of like one of my favorite events that we had in jackamas last year was like the cultural food night where like people from like different um cultures and like um communities and like backgrounds would like create uh would cook food and dishes from said like background and culture and just like it was like a buffet of like really great food um and it was really cool to just like um be able to like first of all have really great food but also like um that was um like food is such a like I feel like food like helps build bridges and so like it was like a way in to like learning about another um culture that maybe you didn't know anything about or anything and so um I don't know if we're I think we're gonna have that in Jackamoss again but like obviously you know um but like events like that and events that really um I think though yeah those are like really great to attend 
and stuff. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you. Um, I I definitely love food a lot, and I think、mm. food is a is a um it's a very good bridge to bridge to、mm. bridge to know a bit uh other culture. And I remember when I the first year when I was in uh Faroe, so. In the floor, there was um. So we would cook um, some food every two weeks. Yeah. Um, together. So, um, so normally it's um, food from different culture, and so there would be somebody in their culture and teach us how to cook that food. Uh,、oh. through the time we spend and cooking together, um, and. Like the they just teach us a lot of things about um yeah so I really miss that、mm. it's not only enjoy the um the food yeah but also um the experience the time we spent together and the conversation we had and the love we had I I definitely really miss that. Is there anything that you wish domestic students? Um, better understood about international students.、Um, for example, if there are any misconceptions or even false ideas of what being an international student is like. Yeah, yeah,、um, that's a great question.、Um, uh, I feel like I cannot say to like every domestic students have this.、Mm. I I also like don't know what every domestic students think. But just from my observation,、um, I kind of feel like、um, many domestic students think、um, all international students are very rich. That's not、oh, true at yeah. all.、Mm. Um, yeah,、uh, I've definitely seen definitely, that amongst domestic students. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely,、um, a, I would say, many international students. Or some of my friends, they come from a very prestigious background, and they,、um, yeah, that's also a good thing. Get to know international students. <laughs>、mm. Yeah. Yeah.、Um, so definitely, like some,、yeah. but not all. It's not like yeah, a、um, blanket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah, some are very come from a very prestigious background. Yeah, I know some of my friends. They, they definitely. Very, very, very <laughs> good.、Um, uh, yeah, but it's not all.、Um, some international students still need、mm. to work very hard and work part-time jobs and to survive.、Um, some, even some of my friends, they pay all their tuition fee and pay all their、uh, spend by themselves. And I don't know how they do it,、um, but they just、mm. amaze me. Yeah,、definitely. I definitely also have some friends. They um they work very very hard to pay their tuition fee and to pay everything. Um, I definitely、mm. uh that's that that's just too good. Uh,、yeah. I don't I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Um. Like I. Um. For me, like I know that when my mum first moved here, because my mum was like the first of my family to move to Australia. Uh, and she was、um, like our age, like in university.、Um, she was like, I can't remember what job she had, but she was working like she had like she was working overnight, and then would sleep in the morning, and then in the afternoon would go to uni, and then would go to work. And it was kind of like 
um, to like get her through university and everything. And so um, there's definitely like, wow. um, yeah, it's like, so pay respect to those people. Yeah. It's so, um, and it's like a shame that they have to, um, in order to just be able to like afford like rent and afford education and stuff that they have to like do that um but also it takes incredible power and like strength and um you're right like not it's not like every international just like there are like so many domestic students who have like rich parents and like rich families and stuff um it's like not um yeah yeah definitely from my end at least um with domestic students i feel like um some of us feel like um because there is a bit of depending on the situation there can sometimes be like a language barrier or like um you know stuff like that but some it's definitely like i have like heard um i have like gathered from some domestic students that we just like can't talk to international students at all there's like nothing that we can like talk about or nothing we can say but that's like completely not true and like um it might be it might take the tiniest of extra steps to just um overcome that language barrier um on both ends but it's there's like as we said there's so much we can learn from each other and so much um like uh yeah so much to like share and grow and learn um whether that's like with food or about you know all different kinds of things um and so it's really it's really um not that you should not that domestic students should befriend international students just so we can like learn about their culture because international students are like people as well they're not just representative the representative of their culture but like um it on the flip side it's not like there's nothing great about um becoming friends because there's so many great things and i know that i've like with my international friends it's really um you know like all the benefits of like friendships with domestic students plus they've also got a ton of like really interesting knowledge about um like their own experience like before moving here and like stuff like that and so it's really um yeah it's like so cool and stuff yeah i would definitely um feel that yeah i would definitely um kind of feel that um feel in feel the master students because sometimes they may like it's definitely some for some people may definitely out of their comfort zone um to have or to talk i don't know mm. um in compared to um staying with um their domestic students friends um um because there's definitely compare if you compare this i think definitely takes a bit extra effort for them mm. yeah um yeah because it like it's really just uh, for the fact we don't watch the same like 
the same TV show when we grow up or mm. um, the, he uh, listen to the same music or whatever. Um, I would say definitely it may take a bit extra effort. And yeah, and I also feel like that, um, that you are very right. Like, um, especially when I was talking to my international friends, um, maybe from a different background, um, sometimes they have a very interesting point uh, or sometimes they, they teach me something very interesting about their culture. So I kind of very like it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's, there's, I feel like if you're just, especially on res where there's so many, yeah, so many different kinds of people. If you're just like, um, like if you're, if you're a domestic student who's just hanging out with other domestic students, you can just like kind of be in your own bubble and you're not really um, opening yourself up to like new ideas and new, which is like your, your choice to do, but also I feel like you're missing out, you know, if you do that. Um, and yeah I, yeah, I actually feel like, I feel like that, um, I actually don't feel like there is a, there, the gap is smaller in rest. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel like there are actually a lot of, um, like the friendship growing, yeah, compared to um, maybe outside. Yeah, um, and I feel like, yeah, I guess because we all share the common, um so many commonalities of um living on campus and studying at monash and you know like even for a lot of domestic students it's our first time living away from home as well so like we're, we're all kind of like in the same boat we might have gotten <laughs> to that boat from like different areas but um yeah. and that's not to necessarily say that we all same we all face the same hardships but definitely um to different extents and different degrees and so i think yeah i think um that's really interesting i I didn't notice that but i definitely agree with like um it's a lot easier to like bridge that um divide and really um which is like so great yeah yeah i can definitely feel that because um i had experience of living off campus Mm. and on campus and um that's true and I would say it's much harder, like just, I don't know, because in my first year, I didn't get involved a lot of things on campus. Mm. Um, But I would say uh, living on rest is definitely much easier um, because, yeah, because one thing is like, we kind of, kind of like a housemate or something, like Mm. you have the chance to meet and spend a lot of time with other residents definitely yeah um yeah. yeah um is there anything you wish international students better understand about domestic Ooh. students um good question um i think uh, um not really i think I mean, I can't speak for all domestic students, but at least for me, um, I'm like just as excited and like 
I want to like meet a lot of like international students as well, just how probably um, like international students want to meet domestic students. So, like it's like a two-way street um, and that, um, you know, I always like, um, I'm always like open and I, I, I hope I'm not like the energy that I put off, I'm not like closed off to like becoming friends with international students because that's completely the opposite. Like I'm so, um, you know, um, but yeah, just that, I guess, um, but I guess it is hard because like there are some domestic students that really just want to stay in their own kind of domestic student bubble, but um, not all of us are like that. I, at least I hope most of us aren't like that um, and that we really want to like meet you as well and like um, become friends and um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's a very good message to international students, I think. Mm. Yeah, because, because I feel like um, especially when most uh, I know when most of my friends they firstly move into rest um, they kind of hesitate to talk to some domestic students or native English speaker um, because uh, because um, firstly um, as we mentioned about we how we learn language is very scripted so mm. like um, is so like at the like in the very very beginning like we might be even shocked why you don't follow the rules <laughs> mm. yeah and so like and then maybe we overcome that stage and then we might still like um from my just from my experience and from what i heard from my friends um like especially the first few weeks or months like what i heard and if you if we are having a conversation and sometimes i need time to process a bit like even mm. though the same post thing um yeah i think yeah so um yeah and as i think the third is this the third one and third one is i think um for me for me because like all for many of us um uh, we didn't have the chance to speak to so many um so many people in english mm. <laughs> before and and especially i think um when i first arrived in australia and i actually just have i i in my high school we had a we had a um i think a foreign english tutor but it's not that often so um i've I speak English with an uh, with a Western look like person is uh, only when I do my IELTS test. So oh, it's okay. uh, it's so like the first few weeks or few months. I kind of every time I talk to somebody who is like western mm. life or not western so it yeah. looks like that i kind of feel like it's a english test yeah uh, so it it really makes me anxious yeah. um yeah uh, so 
So like, um, yeah, um, I would have many friends uh, came to me and say, oh, like, um, I just have a conversation with blah, blah. I bump into the person uh, in the street and uh, he or the, uh, she, uh, they just say hello to me. And, or they just uh, say, um, how are you? And I didn't recognize. I was like, oh, wow, I'm so anxious or as uh, I was so uh, like awkward um, so so I was just I was just think um, that's a very good message to international students mm. yeah um, you've mentioned as well that you're really passionate about helping international students especially with volunteering um, I was just wondering if that's something that you're Current um, that if you like see yourself doing in the future, and if um, and in your view, why is that important? Um, yeah. So why that important is really because uh, volunteering has helped me a lot um, in terms of making friends and getting more used to um, living the life in Australia, and kind of help me to um, build. Um, helped me a lot in kind of my, I, I don't know if build my career or the starting mm. point of my career. And I, I, I don't think I start my career yet, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's just, I can, I can feel like it mm. helped me a lot. Um, yeah, because of volunteering or because of the work I have done, uh, which led me, um, a part-time job uh, which I'm really um, grateful um, yeah so I think it's because I have like received so many benefits from it and also um, at the same time I also feel like I contribute to the community or I can give something to others I can uh, help others I think it's this kind of both both the benefits and um, the feeling of helping others um, has um, re is really important for me. Um, mm. And um, in terms, if I'm going to do it in the future, I would definitely say um, I would um, I will continue doing it. Um, uh, especially in my in the areas I'm very interested in and I'm very passionate, um, especially for in the um, uh, international student employability. Um, yeah, I don't know what I can do, um, but I think uh, for me, I I don't know if I'm making an a really huge impact, but um, I can like to all many, but I can like. Um, see that see that from the volunteering I have done I have definitely make an impact or just uh, I can um, one is uh, from the from the message I have received from um, my friends or from some people random people online and they still mm -hmm. send send me some message uh, say that um, maybe some work I have put online has um, some words benefit for them um, or yeah and so um, yeah I would I would say um, I can see that I will be continue doing it uh, in the foresee future. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's really great. And it definitely sounds like it's really um, important and really um, necessary for kind of um, opening up the space for um, employability for inter international students and really just kind of like building on that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a very yeah. fun time. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, that's so good. Um, so we've mentioned a couple like services and stuff, but what resources and services exist for international students, especially on campus? Yeah. Um, I would definitely say that English Connect is definitely a good one. And, uh, many people mention it to me. They think, uh, international, uh, English Connect connect is very mm -hmm. helpful especially last chat so um they have kind of built some friendship over there and okay. um yeah uh um korea connect is definitely a good one um mm. i also kind of feel like there's should be more korea korea advice or korea um something related um about employability um that should be a bit more targeting for international students mm. because i i really I, I think um that the situation that international student face and domestic student face is very different and the university should provide more information or because yeah, just uh, because the situation is very different and international students really need to do more in terms of so employability or um, so I think um, mm. there should be more information for that. Uh, but I think definitely um, Korea Connect is a very mm. good resource. So good, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think Mong Hack, Mong Track. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mong Track yeah. is... Uh, it's a very good one. Um, yeah. So some resources are not only for like uh, mm. only for international students, but I would say they are very good resources. Um, yeah, and also also I think yeah, living on rest is is like mm. MRS has yeah. a very good kind of good service. <laughs> Yeah, it's its own um, support network. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I would say that MRS actually provides some good resources and or support. Mm. Um, yeah, and especially just so the um, the people around can really helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say yeah, and and I would highly recommend that uh, study Melbourne, even though study Melbourne is not an on-campus service, but it's a very, very helpful um, resources for international students. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a government organization that um, provide all kind of resources um, to international students. Yeah, mm. I would highly recommend uh, all international students check it out. Definitely. Um... And I guess lastly, if you could just give one piece of advice to someone who has just moved in on res, what would that be? Um, 
I would say just do it and just speak, uh, talk to people. And even though you made some mistakes, don't feel awkward or don't um, don't feel like uh, you did something very wrong or if you didn't have a very good experience uh, or like I know that some of my friends they say uh, they like they might encounter some of awkward uh, situation but I I would say just uh, let it go and continue to um, get to know a bit more about other people yeah mm, definitely I completely agree. And even like, um, like for me, I'm like a little bit socially awkward as well. So like, even like for like domestic students, like, um, it's like, we like make mistakes all the time, whether that's like, with like language or like, I like forget a word or like, you know, it's like, um, you know, you're not the only one, you know, um, and we're all just kind of, yeah. 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 Yeah, um, yeah, I would say that, yeah, um, yeah, I think one thing kind of, um, I don't know, but I feel like one thing I did, I'm doing better than um, what I did before is that um, I, when I used to be very, very awkward if I said something wrong or if I uh, mispronounce mm. some some words and I will feel very very awkward and kind of um, kind of just I might need um, meet need a lot of time to um, overcome that barrier again or um, like overcome that and then um, moving forward but now I kind of feel like um, if I say something wrong um, I I kind of just uh, laugh at it mm -hmm. and the other person would also laugh at it. And I don't feel awkward. Um, I think that's kind of maybe a point to um, bring some joy and bring some love um, because, because of that. Mm, definitely. And I mean, the English language is like funny enough anyway. Um, and it's like, you know, like it's all just a bit of fun, really. Yeah, why? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, um, I, don't, I mean, English is such a weird language. Like, I can't imagine learning it as well, um, like, as a second language, because it's, like, it doesn't really make sense. I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of things, really? like, I feel like a lot of, uh, like, I've seen, like, posts online about how, like, we've got, like, the word rough, and then we've got the word, like, through, and then we've got the word, like, I don't know, like, like all these like different spellings that don't really make sense, but they pronounce differently. <laughs> and then all these different, I don't know. I feel like English is such a weird and funny language on its own. So Australian English is also very weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's confused me um, so many, many times. Um, yeah. And especially, um, like in the conversation or like um, just a casual conversation I had um, with or, or like with friends or sometimes uh, they kind of say a word and then I Google it. <laughs> that words mm. have a very strange meaning and then 
and I think yeah, it just doesn't. It's not Googleable. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, we have a lot of like slang that's really like weird and shouldn't make sense, but it does make sense. You know. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. So yeah. I would say that's it's it's a journey very yeah. long. Um. Yeah. Just sure. enjoy it. Hmm. Well, thank you so much, Isu, for um being here and like sharing your experiences. Um. That's yeah. That's it for the podcast episode. And thank you, everyone, um, who's listening in for tuning in. Um. Is there anything that you wanted to like plug or like talk about? Whether that's like any projects or events you have coming up or even what you mentioned at the start of the podcast um uh something that you're working on about interviewing people for Internet. oh the yeah um, it was called there yeah so um, um i'm working on a project called international korea korea mm. so i interview international graduates about how they get their jobs and what are the career advice they will give to current international students because i definitely think uh, they are the person who have went through the um, have gone through the experience and they definitely have some secret tips to share to some um, of us um, who are currently studying and trying to um, find a job or find trying to um, learn how how we find a job after graduate as international students um, mm, yeah definitely and I'll, I'll have that like um, the link to like where you can find that in the podcast um, episode description as well because I'll be a really great um, resource to check out um, please make sure to tune in next fortnight where we'll be talking about another important issue and i hope you all have a really great week okay thanks y'all bye